0: thunderbolt
1: strength welcome to the thunderbolt strength podcast where we hear about the lives of strong people this is brian hankins and i have my co-host molly
2: well brian how have you been i've
1: been awesome and kevin hey guys today we'll be catching up it's been a while since the last podcast so we thought we were kind of due what season are we on now by the way
2: i think this is the third season i think so i was too. thinking
1: it's kind of continuing season two but it's like autumn of season two <laughs> right yes but uh, can you really have a season that's only one episode that's what our season two is right yeah now. i think so for sure, sure you can especially
2: yeah. if that season included the open
1: if you just really nailed it with that episode you can be like this is the whole season yes enjoy yeah. yes yeah all right So we're officially in season three now. Nice. I'm excited. So what do we want to talk about today?
2: Well, our last podcast, we were talking about the Open and the intramural Open. So uh, how'd the Open go for you guys?
0: I had a good time. It didn't really, I mean, the changes didn't affect me a lot. I was was watching the elites a lot because I thought it was going to be sketchy that people could qualify directly from the Open. And sure enough, it was very sketchy. There was a lot of... Really questionable performances get put up. Did you guys see? Um, I hate to trash on somebody, but I'll do it anyway. <laughs> did you guys see Devin Ford?
2: I did see that. Well, I didn't see his open video, to be fair. I saw after everybody talked about the open video, then they posted that video of him doing Diane. Yeah. Which I heard later was sort of part of a joke. So it was kind of taken out of That's context. That's what
0: he said, but his not joke workout was a joke. Like he he posted the video, I think it was point four, And you could tell that the tape on the floor was not five feet. He wasn't going past it anyway. Like at no point was he performing good reps on anything. And they only assessed a penalty to him and they were still going to qualify for him. They invited him to the games. He declined because there was such a backlash. But wow. he, he could
1: have gone. So is there some feeling that they're not scrutinizing the videos very closely or what? I think
2: they ended up scrutinizing them. I mean, I, that obviously didn't work out maybe the way we should thought it should I have. I mean his
0: his whole video should have been thrown out. Like not he, just not yeah, just yeah, absolutely. discounted. Yeah. yeah. It was that bad. Um,
2: I yeah. never saw it you myself. You guys should
0: check it out. But so I before, it's kind of like if you cheated your way through the open, you would just get exposed at regionals. Right. And you would never...
1: Oh, that's a good point. You'd, you're basically skipping regionals now. so Yeah,
0: there's not that filter anymore. Yeah.
1: So that was a little bit sketchy. What open. do? You, how do you guys feel about uh, the whole wild card idea? Oh,
2: I I think that's great. I love What it. do you think about it? I love it. it? <laughs> I
1: kind of wish we disagreed so we could argue, but <laughs> no, I love it. I, I was not for sure when you guys wouldn't like no, it. No,
2: I just... First of all, just from...
1: Well, let's explain what it is for yeah. someone that doesn't know. Um, I, I don't know it that well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I know what it is basically, but someone so, that actually knows better than Greg me should explain Glassman it. Great
2: Glassman kind of announced, I think it was sort of off the cuff. He said something about a wild card. Yeah, invite. he was saying
0: he wanted to do it for like a couple of years.
2: Yeah, but uh, this year it seems like uh, it was taken very seriously. Yeah. And. Um,
0: well, when they developed the like how many are going to qualify from the open from sanctionals they said i want to say they said like four wild cards just any elite athletes or high profile athletes could come do it which i'm excited about i've always wanted to see like an nfl
1: athlete in there oh yeah um so i know there's so the one that everyone was talking about was that hunter mcintyre yeah yeah Yeah. now has there been other athletes from other disciplines that that or is there only one wild card how does it work
2: well they're supposed to be more than one but i've only heard one that's I've only official. heard in
1: the way that the Hunter
0: McIntyre thing came out, it wasn't like Glassman knew about him and then invited him. He was sitting down with Armin and Armour was like, Hey, remember the blowhard card? Yeah. You should give it to this guy and Glassman was like, Yeah, okay. <laughs> like that that was how it
1: So happened. that was what frustrated some people, I think, right? It, it, yeah. But it's not like he he is a good athlete in his own discipline, right? Oh, like, he's yes.
0: a he's a fantastic athlete and he's one of those athletes to where if I mean, if the workout is running in burpees,
1: he'll he could very well beat the field, right? Or but it, what's an weird obstacle course. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. So you would win that event, but like if it's a max snatch, he would or get absolutely crushed on the yeah. Oli, a lot of really really heavy stuff. It's not but like that
2: doesn't happen at the games anyway. I, guess I mean, yeah. that's you look true. at Sam Dancer, right? He had the yeah. top deadlift. He came in dead last on the trail run. So right. I guess it's that's not, true.
1: That happens anyway. Yeah. Yeah, but he's but the people that win. No one wins by being just really like off the charts at one event, right? Yeah. You have to be sort of consistent across all of them. Yeah. Like, if, you, if you get close to dead last on. You're basically out, yeah, right? That's yeah. It.
2: Well, and I think back in the day, John Walborn was kind of brought in as a football athlete. Really? I mean, I don't know. He maybe did a little bit of CrossFit. Yeah. Um, was the and videos, he every, every second counts. Yeah. He, went, oh, he was yeah. in the games very early I heard on. Yeah i i remember uh talking about that back in the day um, yeah. but i love the idea so when i first started crossfit i didn't really know anything about it and it never really made sense to me that there are these like crossfit movements that you get really good at in crossfit but they're talking about general fitness like who's the fittest at everything mm-hmm. and the thing that didn't make sense to me is like if we're really talking about fitness like you should be able to bring in their disciplines yeah. and compare, but that's
0: the thing about so, the open. Anyone can do the open. True, like Hunter yep. McIntyre has been doing the open. He's been un- unable to qualify. I don't right. think he's really gotten even close to qualifying. Um, so I mean, he's not—he's not a CrossFit athlete. He has no chance of winning the games. He has no right. chance of being on the podium. Well,
2: if you hear him with the smack talking that's going on, which you know, I
0: think is hilarious. It's like, hilarious. I think so. He came him and Brent Fikowski had that little back yeah, and forth. Yeah. I don't know if you guys watched that. Yes, watched I did. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought he, I thought Hunter McIntyre came off pretty well in that, just like a fun guy. And Fikowski's anger was very misdirected. It seemed like he was mad at HQ and taking it out on yeah. Hunter. Yeah.
2: And it, I mean, that's too bad because the whole idea is, I mean, if brent is really good at what he does which i think he is
0: it's not gonna matter it's not gonna matter right
2: it's just kind of like i yeah. think he felt maybe like his sport wasn't being taken seriously though i that's think what it yeah. sounded
1: like to me is he's like he just sounded frustrated that like hey i've worked for five years for this and here's some random dude that's it's like getting to the nba finals without doing all the work right yeah. it's like
2: a little bit but it and, is called a wild card i
1: mean yeah and I mean, Fakowski
0: is fresh off all of HQ's decisions, which has made it a lot harder for them to make a living. Right. I mean, all True. all of True. those athletes took a huge hit. Hit. Yeah. When HQ took all their media stuff offline. Yeah.
2: And then speaking of the wild card um, today in uh, the morning chalk up, they were suggesting is it Saxon Panchik? Yeah. They mentioned that they thought it's either Saxon or. It's hard or, to
1: keep all those panchicks straight.
2: I know. They are hard to keep. But why
0: straight. would you just. Why would you use a wild card on just. A another remember Yeah. yeah that I make think sense. They're,
2: what they went through and said was how close he was to qualifying. He's basically one point out of qualifying from the open or mm. one space. Um, and then very close and, you know. I mean, the we're
0: qualifying like 200 men. Like, right. Yeah. You know.
2: Yep. And. The idea of a wild card would be to bring in somebody else from a different discipline yeah. right yeah. yeah or what
0: about someone injured who's a legend like ben smith although he's actually an alternate on someone's team mayhem actually he's an alternate on mayhem. oh wow.
2: interesting
0: yeah but he's been injured the whole time it'd be cool to just throw yeah. him on uh,
2: yeah i mean just from uh from my mindset as a coach i i almost feel like if that person's injured they should probably be taking some time off to rehab rather than rushing back into some well, crazy like oh, the no, games what,
0: that's what, just you being responsible yeah I what know. does
1: froning say it's yeah. your training you gotta li- wait what is it you tell your body to shut up at some point <laughs> yeah yeah when you're training you listen to your body when you're competing you tell your body to but shut that's up that's what
2: i'm saying you don't want to go in injured because
1: i mean you only yolo once <laughs> <laughs> that's what my grandma used to tell me yeah yeah i think abraham lincoln said that too. i think so I like the idea of like an NFL player because a lot of people are like, oh, CrossFit, fittest person on earth. And they're like, well, try to put in an NFL athlete and see how they do. And
0: yeah, whoever you think is the best yeah. athlete.
2: Well, obviously, because you're going to have a lot of strength there, a lot of speed. That's what I mean. An like, NFL yeah.
1: athlete, I think.
0: An, an NFL athlete, good. I think, would do really well. The longer time domains would not be very good. No. Because, I mean, they train everything. I an I guess NF- it, you know NFL player is. 10 to 15
1: seconds it depends max. a lot on the position too i would think like the difference between like how a lineman's built versus yeah. you know how a running back or quarterback or whatever yeah they'd like probably it's different be, skill sets they're specialized somewhat well i mean they're all good athletes but the giants the giants running back
0: saquon barkley cleaned 405 Jeez. and it was like not even that good technique go. he's yeah. just a freak yeah. wow so someone like that would be really cool
2: but then you know it, they wouldn't be good at endurance events and they probably wouldn't be good at gymnastics
0: yeah yeah that could It'd be. be cool well, to see the sprint though You'd oh,
2: melt yeah. everybody. oh man yeah. like the zigzag sprint that yeah oh yeah, yeah. Be sweet.
1: but i think that would be interesting because you do hear a lot of criticism of crossfit like oh they get the fittest on earth but they're not really getting people from different fields so maybe maybe that's the good thing about the wild cards. is that it does kind of when you could get
0: you would get so many more eyes on the crossfit games that's true. But. HQ doesn't care about that. Yeah. No, they don't. Like I really, in the next few years, I would love to see someone like Rogue take over the games and then actually care about it. And I mean, there's no reason they can't. It's not like CrossFit has trademarked the clean and jerk. Yeah.
1: Well, a lot of people really like that Rogue Invitational. Yeah. Like everyone said, that was awesome. I
0: think I kind of think that was like a
1: dry run, and I yeah. think they might buy it.
2: Who knows? They,
0: yeah. I don't even know why they would have to buy it. You could just do well, it. Well, yeah, yeah, and it
2: doesn't seem like Greg Glassman really wants to be involved with the games. Yeah. So why not put it out to somebody that yeah. cares about it? And that,
0: that
1: would be nice. Yeah.
2: It did sound like that was a good event from what yeah. I heard.
1: So do we want to talk about other HQ changes and how they're affecting local affiliates? Or the reality is these things happen at HQ and they don't really affect your gym that much? Molly?
2: Um, well, some of the things definitely don't affect us. I mean... I think that most of the athletes who come in our gym or most of the people who come in our gym, if anything, are intimidated by the idea of CrossFit Um, Mm. and kind of have to be made to realize that this is a place for them, that this is for everybody. Um, I've been doing some uh, extra yoga at a yoga studio and myself and one of the yoga instructors we were talking about in yoga, they have a um, sort of a media problem (laughs) which is people have a certain idea of what yoga is and that it's not for anybody else. And I think Or CrossFit, like you have, you
1: have to be super flexible to do yoga. Right, sort of like you got to be in shape before you can do CrossFit. It's
2: for blonde, white, tall, flexible women. I think is the misconception CrossFit? that's out there. Yoga. Was yoga. Was kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, is the misconception that's out there. And what they want to do is combat that to say, hey, this is for everybody, you know? And I have seen that a lot in CrossFit as well, where people have this conception that... I have to get in shape before i go do crossfit well no you don't we help you get in shape that's why why you're you're paying paying, all this money that's why um, you're in a small class with kevin as your coach because he's been trained to keep an eye on you and make sure you know to modify scale the way that you need to for wherever you're at and that's what i think people don't realize is that it's for everybody but that being said, I don't know that the changes CrossFit has made has helped that problem specifically. I think that's still out there. That there's this misconception well, about what
1: CrossFit is. But aren't they is. softening the elite image a little bit? So They're by softening the, soften the elite it. image, does that make a normal person be like, oh, I'm maybe CrossFit is for me or whatever. It's not for Froning.
2: I don't see that the general misconception about CrossFit has changed at all. What about you? Like when you talk to your friends, do you think... They're not really into what CrossFit's doing or not doing. No one, like, they're not really watching CrossFit
1: know. HQ anyway. That's more inside yeah. baseball. I feel like
0: back in the day when. Because CrossFit was sort of coming about at the same time as YouTube and a lot of social media yeah. stuff. Yeah. And you would just see bad, bad. <laughs> CrossFit <lifting>. fails. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of that for a long time. I, I think it's probably better because I think more people know people in CrossFit. And it's like, sure. oh, like mm-hmm. they are at the ground level people are pretty judicious about their movement yeah but as far as the intimidation thing i mean people are going to be intimidated because like you are the nicest person in the world and i think any woman that doesn't have experience in the gym if she walks in and sees you dead lifting she's like oh this lady's a badass and i can't do that and i don't belong here yeah like there's yeah. there's just a certain point where you have to convince someone like no you can be a badass too you just gotta show up
1: i think it's intimidating for a lot of people i mean i remember going like the when i did my first elements class at starting a different crossfit gym the elements class itself was fine but you weren't like in the real gym for the most part this was like in a separate room and they're just teaching you movements. you're like oh okay i got this but like the transition from that elements class to the first group class i remember seemed like intimidating like oh everybody's throwing weights around it's crazy and i mean it seems normal now but I just thinking back to, whatever that was, seven years ago, yeah. And it it seemed like very intimidating to like start in the class. Yeah. <clears throat> but in across the gym,
0: people are doing things physically that, like, one percent of the population can do. I mean, yeah. if, like, you can yeah. you see people snatching heavy and doing muscle ups and stuff. Like, there's, it's not like you can hide that part. You just have to convince people that that doesn't make anyone better than you. Right. It's, or or like,
1: like it has to become part of their identity instead of like, I'll never be able to do that. It's like, oh, maybe after I you know work at this for three years, I can do that or I can become that. Like my identity can become an, an in-shape person or a person that can do a, whatever it is, a certain kind of pull-up or something. And instead of like, I could never be that person.
2: So I think we were talking about this a little bit beforehand. The changes in AQ, HQ... Haven't addressed this issue really because the videos are still, you know, top athletes demoing, or else these older people doing the workouts at home. It's still not really addressing all the variation of people in between right. that. Which is the- don't don't think that they can do it because right uh, whether that's somebody who hasn't worked out for ten years, whether that's a mom who just had a baby, um, you know whether it's a guy that's a little overweight or whether it's a grandma or a teenager in our gym all of those people have a place and once they're in they know they have a place but
0: i feel like they were on the right path for like because there was the couple open announcements where they would have like just the regular joes jumping in that was cool i really like that and then they had the personal stories going and then all of a sudden they just stopped showing any kind of elite athlete and it was 100% old people lifting dirt in their living room and it just seemed like like you can't just have that yeah and have a success I really
2: liked the elite athletes with the regular people I really like that that because
0: yeah when you show both it's cool when you show just just one Uncle Ted in the living room it's just it's like making a joke of the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. And
2: I also think it's just as problematic to just show the elite athletes because people th- look at it and think that it's cool. Just but they, as problematic. It is because people look at it. They think it's cool, but they don't think that they don't see themselves reflected there. Like yeah. that's not a place for me. Like it's cool to watch, but I can't do that. Yeah. Um, but it's cool when you pair it with somebody. You're like, oh, well, I can't do a pull up but that thing they're doing the ring row or whatever it is the jumping pull up i could do, I that. Could do that interesting yeah.
0: Yeah, you can see how things are functionally
1: the same when you see both for sure. yeah. yeah see
2: how we scale and modify in the gym
1: and i think that whole getting people people comfortable with scaling is still a struggle it's always like they don't feel like they're succeeding at the workout if they scale and so like, that's totally a culture thing i think in our gym people have no problem scaling i, I think it's better in our gym yeah. but i do think it is still a like it's hard. People want to check that box, and it's hard to not have a box. To, like, yeah, that's you know what I mean. True, for sure, there's the weird gamification of like, I want to check the RX box and Watify, and um, I think it's hard for people. To I know for me, when I came back after an injury, it was really hard to scale and be like, okay, I guess I'm just going to do stuff scaled, and like it was because again, I don't know. I think a lot goes to like your identity. It's like, what do you think you are? It's like, well, I think I'm a crossfit athlete that that does the RX version, yeah. right? So it's, then it's weird to not do that, right? I'm, I don't want to say master's athlete because I always feel like that sounds terrible. Like I'm it old doesn't man. sound terrible. Whatever. I'm a master's cool. athlete. Yeah. I'm I'm going to accept it. I'm a <laughs> master's athlete who just wants to do, you know, stay in shape forever and be healthy and work out forever. And I don't care about like having the biggest like one rep max ever or like I don't have to like kill every workout, you know. You care about the training and not. Yeah. Or the, the longevity too. It's like, yeah, it's like, if I... so this was interesting. This was, I showed this to Molly and I, you probably saw this too. It was on a Joe Rogan podcast he had an MMA guy and he was talking about consistency over intensity. Do you know the video clip? Was it the guy who was saying like how bad CrossFit is? (laughs) He he did have a little thing about CrossFit that he didn't like. Yeah. But I liked what he said about the consistency over intensity. And he was kind of like, you know, his philosophy is like, don't make yourself super sore every day. And like, basically you want to be able to come in and work out very regularly. And you're going to beat, if you're like a six or seven, intensity and you can just come work out almost every day you're going to beat someone that's at like a nine or ten and killing it but then needs to like take a week off to recover or whatever because they're like pushing too hard he's like intensity has its place but it's a very periodic thing like not all the time
0: i don't know i think
1: i think that's
0: i think that's a little off i mean you should be able if you are doing what you should be if you do the workout and you're seriously that debilitated for a week you did something seriously you pushed wrong. too far like, yeah you yeah. can absolutely have intensity without something like that and
2: i think maybe yeah. his definition of intensity was true. a little different than well him saying we...
0: you should never be sore is right a yeah. little silly and i get like from his perspective he's training mma athletes yeah. to where they need to work out and then they need to train in the ring yeah and if their workout detracts from what they're doing in the ring yeah. that's one thing but right. we aren't getting in the ring we're just training that's true and, and his i think whole thing the, was like,
1: just total like volume throughout the year it's kind of like if you go so intensive then you're missing days then the person that's just consistent is going to be ahead of you because they just just done a lot more volume i think
2: another way to say that which we could all agree on is not to be perfectionist about it that it's better to come in and get a workout done even if it's not you know
1: like you it's, didn't kill it's it better than
2: nothing um i think uh street parking the miranda aldroid yeah. um workout they focus on that a lot like do yeah. this, it's better than nothing. Like, yeah. at least I, you're moving.
1: I don't know. What do you think about it in terms of intensity in a workout? Like, I, I at this point, I feel like I'm at a point where I like cycle intensity, where I'll be like, whatever, once a week or every couple weeks, like, okay, this Friday, here or what, I'm going to try to really, whatever, beat myself up or really hit it hard. But then other days, I'll go in and I'll be like, okay, I'm just going to, I want to get the workout done and get a good workout in, but I'm not going to like really, really push hard.
0: Uh, well, I think intensity is the reason that a crossfit athlete that kind of knows how to program for themselves if they have 15 minutes in the gym they can get a workout
1: that's oh just good by pushing the, the intensity in the 15 minutes yeah exactly
0: there. and i think a lack of intensity is why you know people who they're like well i go to the gym an hour two hours yeah. every day and it's like well you don't look like you go to the gym yeah or they don't they do they've been doing the same routines
1: at the same weights for the last several years so but what i'm getting at is like when you go work out will you, is your goal, like you're going to push the intensity with every workout or do you kind of say this one, whatever I'm going to focus on? Not 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 the
0: intensity that puts you on the floor, but I think, I mean, again, it's in terms of power output. So if I'm doing a workout for time, if I do it in a shorter amount of time, I have a higher power output Yeah, because power has the time as the dividing factor. So and I think that's the reason why CrossFitters are so fit. If intensity wasn't important, then you wouldn't see all of the elite athletes training very intensely. That's true.
2: So here's an interesting aside to that. I, I was talking to uh, Bob this week. We redid an open yeah. workout, uh, 18 point, help me here, thrusters, chest bar, 18.5, 18.5. 5, yeah. 18. Um, he came in and I said, oh, hey, Bob, you know, you're going to kill it today. And he was like, I'm not going to PR this workout today. And he just like he kind of knew the the place for that intensity yeah the the highest intensity is yeah. in the open and yeah. today he was sure it's going to be intense compared to like somebody spending two hours in the gym yeah but what he was going to apply to it was not pr intensity i guess it depends yeah.
1: on what you def- how you define intensity so if you were to say like 10 is like i'm gonna redline as hard as possible i'm gonna like push myself to the ultimate limit one is like i'm dogging this thing totally like i'm not whatever breaking a sweat <laughs> Like when you go into the gym, are you thinking I'm doing a nine every time or are you like, cause I will go in and I'll be like, okay, I'm gonna do a f- six or so this day, a six or this day. And then this day is a nine. Like I'll, I'm, I'm cycling, like how much think, I'm pushing. I think intensity.
0: that's very good. And especially depending on what you're doing. I used to, for a, my first two years of CrossFit, I would end up on the floor after every workout. Right. Like,
1: I did too early on.
0: And yeah. That's I think and, I had to. And like. I enjoyed it. Felt good.
2: Especially after you donated blood and then did Fran, right? Yeah. Am I right? Am I right? (laughs)
0: It's not smart. I laid in that parking lot for a very long time. (laughs) That was so stupid. Um, Anyways, (laughs) since I stopped doing that, ending up on the floor, just trying to finish a workout where I'm very fatigued, but I can still walk around, I've gotten a lot better. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah.
2: I think we're all kind of saying the same thing, but it's just different verbiage. So it sounds like you didn't like the way that the guy said it on the podcast, but it's the same idea. You've learned well, that you, need about how to you should rein never it be in. sore. Right.
1: Like I don't like the "never be sore." I think it's a bad way to say it. But I think if you put it on a scale of intensity, like you I, can't when I started, do 100. I was the time. always like, no. okay, I'm doing a nine on every one. of these. I'm going to push myself as hard as possible in every workout. Like it was too much intensity all the time. It felt like. I mean, maybe that's also just like a young man's game. Like if you're 25, fine, push the intensity every day. Well,
0: there's and, no point in in
1: debilitating yourself. Yeah,
0: like we have a friend who did a thousand wall balls. <laughs> it's like, we do, we do have a yes, friend that did do. a thousand wall balls. it's like, all right, <laughs> like if you, if it's important to you enough to sacrifice like two weeks of training, because yeah.
1: you want to check that box. Like, yeah. That's great. Do that. Oh, with, we had that same friend that did, was it pull-ups or something where he literally like, I don't know what he did to his lats, but he like, couldn't like move his arms for two weeks or three weeks or something.
2: That sounds like rhabdo to me. I don't know. I don't what know. That that we like. talked about it. the same guy. Yeah. Oh, remember okay. it
1: was after that workout that you guys all, that, Competition that you guys all did. We were, there were those. I don't know. It was a max thruster. Some or some crazy amount of pull-ups. I was yeah. talking about a different guy. No, we're talking about the same guy. <laughs> oh, we were. I guess
2: we <laughs> <are> different guys. <laughs> that's, that's who did the thousand wall balls.
1: Wait, I thought the other guy did a thousand burpees too. Those oh, thousand oh, burpees. Oh,
2: oh, that's that's we can, yeah. we can. Thousand burpees different than a thousand, thousand wall balls. Oh, yes. Oh.
0: But either way, if you do a thousand wall balls, yeah, you can't tell me that your performance isn't going to suffer the
1: following yeah, week. Yeah, totally. Sure.
2: Same as when I ran my 50K. Uh, yeah. My other workouts suffered for a while.
1: And I'm not yeah. saying don't ever do that kind of thing. I'm no, just if saying that's, that's, yeah. a, that's a, if you want to do that, fine, but do it once a year, not once a week. Yeah, or whatever, and understand you know. that
0: you're making a sacrifice. Yeah. yeah.
1: That kind of goes in line with the people who never take days off either.
0: Yeah. They are yeah. constantly giving their 70% because they never take days off. Yeah. Those yeah. people aren't the ones who end up being really, really, really fit.
1: Well, and then this also starts to get into, you know, we're talking about the people that are really fit and can work out all the time. Like, the we were start talking about the performance enhancing drugs and CrossFit, and like part of it is your recovery, right? So like the elite athletes, they're working out like two or three times a day. They're not taking a lot of time off. Well, that was the whole Lance
0: Armstrong thing. Yeah, it wasn't that everyone couldn't do his program, his training program. It's that they couldn't recover enough. Yeah.
1: To to be able to do it. it. And I think that's what. You know, when you're taking performance enhancing drugs, it's helping with the recovery more than anything. Especially in CrossFit. Especially in CrossFit or probably the... Well, I don't know how the endurance ones work, but... Yeah, maybe um, endurance
2: too, but especially CrossFit, it's the recovery game. Yeah, Yeah.
1: I I think that's true. Speaking of Lance Armstrong, we just saw an interesting interview with him where it's like, it's been so long now and he's still like trying to figure out what life's like on the other side of that, right? Like, you know, they're asking him, do you regret what you did? And he's like, well, I know it was wrong now. But, like, you know, everybody was doing it. We weren't going to win. And, you know, so it's a very interesting kind of thing. And you have to wonder how many other sports kind of get into that scenario. CrossFit as well, where everyone's kind of pushing the border. So then it's like, well, they're doing it. So now it's not even fair if I don't, you know. And because there's been a bunch of a couple high-level athletes in CrossFit that have been yeah. Well, out. one
0: was Ricky Garrard's brother, Ricky gerard gerard finished third two years ago got popped for Enduraball, and then his brother who is his coach recently after a sanctional event a couple of weeks ago got popped for the same drug
2: and like pulled out wouldn't you think that again. Yeah.
1: how could you i don't and know apparently it's
2: not i mean i know nothing about it but from the different podcasts and reading that i've been doing it's not even like doesn't help you that much it doesn't help you in crossfit that much so
1: do you think these are like you know they're taking a million different supplements and like they just they they don't know i could see it but it's like
0: everybody says the same thing everyone's like oh it was a tainted supplement yeah that's kind of the easy out yeah like the mayhem athlete ellie she got busted for clenbuterol which is a cutting agent um yeah it's all i guess it's also like a a dilator similar to um, like asthma medication.
1: Yeah.
2: So it's like a fat burner kind yeah. of a thing. Yeah. But
0: the amount that was found was so incredibly small. It's like her story is kind of believable. But when you listen to all these people and they're sobbing about it, it's like, okay, I could understand. But
1: they all say the same thing. It was yeah. tainted supplements. It was tainted meat. Whatever, whatever happened to the red-haired Canadian girl that got it from her boyfriend? She's banned like for four years. Yeah, she's banned oh, for four years. In fact,
2: for- only one athlete has successfully argued the tainted supplement and, and that athlete got it taken down to two years instead of right, four. Yeah. Um, I, there's, I think a lot of people are using it. Let's not belittle yeah. that.
1: A- at the elite level. At the elite level, yeah. yeah
2: I mean, <laughs> most of us just wanna be able to you know, be healthy and work out until we're 90. Most of us regular people, we don't care about that stuff. But um, people that are wanting to win, I think yeah. a lot of them are using it. Mm-hmm. But I do think there's something to the tainted supplement. Thing. yeah i i think that uh there have been like the way they've proven some of these people and it sounds like ellie's gonna try to prove her case they were saying um,
0: tainted meat with her i guess they use right horse some, horse
2: meat
1: when we say tainted, tainted. <laughs>
2: tainted. I, i'm serious that's what they use it
1: and bodybuilders when use we say tainted time. supplement is the idea that the supplement vendor is putting it in there or they don't even it's know it's in, in there. the
2: same they're they're making it in the same facility oh this is so the similar to yeah. somebody who has a nut allergy you and don't want to get any products so that you are buy, made, like
1: cashew butter and it has peanuts in it as
0: well that kind of scenario there, there, there's i've, some cross I've heard of like with like a brand new supplement that hits the market they
1: might juice it up with something a little extra so that people are like wow this really works this is really good yeah
2: that's, i could see that
1: well there's definitely a market in, that's i think the problem with this is the incentives are all there for the athletes to use it because there's so much to gain yeah, and then supplement vendors to put it in because it's the same way. It's like all of a sudden that supplement seems to work really well. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. But yeah, I mean with athletes who are doing everything they can to maximize performance, they have everything dialed up perfectly for them to try to get that edge is one thing and that I can sort of understand. But what, drives me crazy is when athletes in our sphere just at your local affiliate use something because it's like your, your nutrition's not even dialed in and then you are going to take a steroid on that. It's like, I told somebody it's like putting a
1: turbo on your car. That's got like two flat tires. Right.
0: Like you might as well, you're not addressing the very basic things first. Yeah.
1: Well, the other thing that's funny too, is like the gain is so different. Like at the elite level, it's like their career, it's their life. Like I kind of get it. Like, I mean, I don't know, I guess, you could say getting in amazing shape might change your life somehow. I don't know. It just its funny at this level yeah. to like that it matters. But
2: like I said, I just want to be running around when I'm 90. Um. Yeah.
0: seems like a lot of stuff can go wrong too. That one that yeah. um, the Gerards got busted for, it's like very well linked to cancer. Right. Yeah. That, yeah. Like and it's just, just not worth it. it at All that stuff messes with your balls. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> it's true
2: not worth it mm-hmm. that's a pretty major somebody thinks it's worth it it's <laughs> a bugaboo
0: for
1: me <laughs> it's, a, it's a deal breaker yeah <laughs> it's where you draw the line
2: pretty good deal breaker yeah. yep um moving on to another subject um at our gym at thunderbolt we've been doing a S- wendler strength cycle um and we're getting near the end of it but um kevin i know you've studied up on wendler
0: yeah, I prayed at the altar of Wendler. Mm-hmm. Give us, give
2: us a little Wendler primer. Tell us about it. Wendler's right. the
0: five, three, one. Yeah, five, three, five, one, three one. one. So, it's and there's it's all based on your um, one rep max. So the first week is three sets of five. Second week, three sets of three. The third week, you do a set of five, a set of three, and then a set of as many as you can. Kind of the AMRAP set at the end. Week four is usually a deload, and it just keeps cycling like the your max working set is 15 total reps and the day that's it so the volume yeah. is not crazy and when i first started doing it i thought there's no way this is enough for me but sure enough yeah just like i mean it's pretty linear the way your strength
1: gains so why does it work better than just like a three by five or
0: i th- i really think just consistency and i think at least for crossfitters for someone to do um was it starting strength? is five yes. by five, right? Uh or no, starts that's at lifts. three by strong five. Strong lifts and yeah. starting
1: strength are very similar. Five by yeah. five. If you do a
0: five by five front squat, that's a lot of volume. Yeah. And then yes. you do Metcons also. Oh, uh, I
1: see. So it's keeping your volume down, which yeah. is helping.
0: I think if you were just a power lifter, I think Wendler is not. You could probably make a better gain if you did something higher volume. Right. For a CrossFitter, I think Wendler is perfect because it's kind of like the minimal effective dose. Yeah. And you're not completely taxing yourself for Metcons. Yeah, it it
2: jives well with what we do. It fits really well. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But the the rep scheme is based on specific percentages, and it's
1: just been demonstrated to work very, very well. Which is funny. We've been doing it for a while, and probably nobody knows it's called Wendler. It's not like we announced it. It's just, all right, you're going to do this today.
2: Well, people that have been, we've done a Wendler cycle before. Yeah. So people that have been around for a while might remember it. But um, yeah, I think a lot of people, yeah, may not know that it's Wendler
0: i think it'll be neat to see because um, let's see we have next week is 531 then the deload week and then i think we're testing i testing think so too of, and
2: i know july 4th the timing of july 4th kind of plays into the yeah. timing of it too but but yes, either way the people, one rep max week is coming
0: people will yeah. see it
2: and there are some people that i've been watching with their lifts that i know are going to get huge PRs. oh yeah and that's yeah. really that's exciting. cool to see
0: yeah a lot of newer people yeah in, I don't know if you guys have heard the term noob gains. Yeah. Yeah. But it's kind of like the neurological adaptation is a lot faster than an actual musculature adaptation. So you see brand new people who it's like you're having to adjust their one rep. Yeah. Week to week. Yes. Pretty much.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. It's just so
2: exciting. And I mean, some of us that have been lifting for a while, like for me... I know that I'm not going to hit an all-time one rep max. And that's for a few reasons, one of which is I ran a 50K last year. And, you know, training's a little different than it was back when I hit those one rep maxes. Don't
0: run, kids. Yeah,
2: right. (laughs) Um, But I know that I'll hit a a new, you know, heavy lift for now. Won't be an all-time one rep max, though.
1: We got to fight for those gold stars. It's not like those newbies that get those gold stars in Wattify all the time. Yeah. It's like it's like a real celebration when I get one. I got one today because it was a really I think it was a random rep scheme. That's the other way that you can get a gold star.
0: You just got to keep adding modifiers. Be like, oh, I just pr'd my <laughs> set of three high <laughs> off blocks.
1: Yeah. Snatch.
2: Or was it for the? the I think snatch it might have been we the did.
1: weird snatch work. Okay. I don't know. Yeah.
2: What's the last pr you got, Kev?
1: I pr'd my snatch. Nice. A What'd you get? Two fifteen. Nice.
2: Nice. Yeah. Gains, bro. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then um. I landed a 300 clean and couldn't stand it up. So I got to squat more. Do you
2: feel like you got under it just right and it was just a strength? Or do you feel like... Yeah,
0: I was sitting there with it, like, (laughs) making jokes to my friends about how I was (laughs) stuck. I tried... Yeah, I tried it. I'm trying to think, is that
1: the normal with the clean that you get stuck on the bottom? Or is it just not getting there? I
0: feel like most people, if they land it, they can stand it up. I don't do a ton of squatting. I had the... I had a new ACL installed a couple of years ago. Uh, so real heavy squatting doesn't quite agree with me Yeah, is what I say to people.
2: And your technique is so clean that you, I could see you getting under something that, you know, you're not quite strong enough to lift because yeah, your technique is I have, I have is the so mobility
0: good. to drop down there. I just yeah. need to squat. Also one just
2: one. how you hit it. Like my technique is not quite that good. So what, what I can stand up, is nowhere near um like i can stand up more than what i can actually yeah, get, you under. get under. <laughs> if you get
0: under something you're standing it up yeah yeah what was your latest pr
2: um well according to wattify it was a new pr for shoulder press when i did the three by three nice Mm. um but i think that's just because it didn't have a three by three it i i hadn't uh, What i
1: mean makes up that rep scheme done a lot of free gold stars
2: because i've had some shoulder issues from time to time so sometimes when we do the shoulder portion of it i have had to sit that out or do dumbbells or something different Mm -hmm. um but my shoulders feel great right now and um that felt good so yeah Yeah. knock on wood for sure
1: what about you b rye that weird i got the one this snatch. morning on okay. this snatch. yeah it was the snatch it wasn't the deadlift because the, the deadlift.
2: three hang squat snatch unbroken yeah. yeah
1: there you go nice job mix it up it's a good one you're yeah. we
2: probably getting pretty strong at that hang squat snatch i would think
1: i've never been very good at that one i i don't i think it was just because it was a random rep scheme yeah um i don't know i i really liked was that last workout we had it was like the trifecta of like all my favorite movements in one workout <laughs> it's like very workout. rarely it's like the perfect workout for me in terms of just like pure pleasure not necessarily like i killed it but it was like it was a it was a heavy clean then there were pull-ups and there was one other movement in there that i really liked and i was like i want to do this one on my birthday (laughs) it's like the perfect enjoyable workout you know what i mean you just have like some movements you really like everything that i loved i think it was push-ups i think it was those three i'm like this was perfect
2: oh yeah yeah yeah, i know the one you mean i like that one too it was strict pull-ups
1: it's strict pull ups, even better that's why i like that part too love me i've been starting to like the strict stuff more yeah, I like it. I
0: don't it. know. Yeah, we kind of move away from it a little bit.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm having a lot of my kids that are working on getting their first pull-up work on uh, negatives.
1: Oh, yeah. That's really Those cool. It'll make you sore. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: And it's effective.
1: Oh, yeah. It is. Yeah.
2: I yeah. had, had to have a long uh, pep talk with uh, my youngest son. He's in the teen program and he's, oh, I'm never going to get a pull-up. And I'm like, if you do what I tell you to do, you're going to get a pull-up. Yeah. So, you know.
1: <laughs>
0: Did you tell him to do
1: Endurable? <laughs> 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 That's right. You're just not on the right... Type of supplements. Yeah,
2: don't, don't do any of the work to get a plug. No. Don't do these negatives. Nope. Don't do any of the strength work. Yeah. Just do Indurball. Sure. sure. That's yep. exactly
0: throw yep. that turbo on your civic. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, that's funny. Oh. The yeah. I wanted to ask you, going back to HQ a little bit. Yes. Um so you pay an affiliate fee.
2: Three thousand dollars a year.
0: Three thousand dollars a year, just to use the name CrossFit. Correct. Why don't you de-affiliate and save that money. Like what is is the benefit for you of being an affiliate?
2: And that's a great question. Um,
0: Follow-up question, did that benefit take a hit with CrossFit no longer being a marketing arm?
2: So I think the reason that we stay with it is because it's what we do, right? So um, people have searched us out because of CrossFit. Right it is a double-edged sword because the same thing that leads people to be intrigued by us and, and search us out and want to be there is the same thing that keeps some people out, um, and keeps them from even setting foot in the door because they're afraid of right. what they think CrossFit is, even though they don't know. Um,
1: I, the one that always gets me, I was literally at like, you know, the lunchroom at work at one of the client sites and there is a whole group of women. They're like, Oh, like, one of them did CrossFit, and a friend that did CrossFit was like, oh, I don't want to do CrossFit, I'm going to get too big and buff, and I don't want to get too big and buff. And it's like, it's so, the thing that cracks me up, it's like, it's so easy to get, like, big and buff. Like, people think, oh, I'll go I there, love, love and it'll be like a that. month, and I'll mm-hmm. be like, oh, I'll be too strong. And I'm like, like, you got to work your ass off to get, like... Super strong. That's if it was that true. easy, I would be like 300 pounds.
2: <laughs> and especially as a woman, I mean, yeah. we, we have a little testosterone in our in our system, but not much. So, I mean, the effects of strength um, on women is it can never really be yeah. but to it's, that it's extent. But
1: it's just to that, again, to that image that CrossFit yes. has. You see the women of CrossFit and they're like kind of buff, right? And you see the men of CrossFit and they're buff and you're like, oh, okay, well, I guess if I do it, I'll be like that person. Yeah. Um, or you ever see, like, most of the photos you see of CrossFit athletes, they're, like, in the middle of
0: their, like, max deadlift. A workout, yeah. Yeah, it's like, you ever see yourself on a max lift, and you're like, oh, damn, I'm that jacked? Uh, yeah, then, right, it's true. Yeah, it's like, you never just see them hanging out as much. Yes. Well, or normal. the normal yeah. person yeah. doesn't
1: see the CrossFit athlete just well, going to Well, probably if you just store. saw, like, a Lauren Fisher hanging out, like, like, she would look, like, crazy. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? She's not, like, su- a super, like, not that she's not in shape, but you get my point. She looks, yeah, she she looks, looks more, a normal. more normal. Yeah,
0: yeah. a lot of these people in t-shirts just look like... Yeah. I mean, they look like fit people, but yeah. not like monsters.
2: To get back to your question, I think for myself and probably for all of us, the thing that we fell in love with was CrossFit. Right. Which is this idea of, you know, constantly varied movements, performed at high intensity, you know, mixing it up, new things, the community. That's yeah. what we fell in love with. And at least for now, that's why we stay with it Mm this is as problematic as the word crossfit can be um we still associate with that word that's what we are that's what we fell in love with in the beginning um and that being said we work hard to combat the problems that go along with that name as an as an affiliate like more than half of my job is convincing people that what they think about crossfit is wrong (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's kind of a like one it's of a weird my double-edged sword it is a yeah. double-edged sword so in one of my birth fit classes and to be very clear birth fit is not crossfit right They're, they are not the same thing they are very but they different. both have fit in their name they both have fit in their name which is again is a little problematic but this woman who came to my birth fit class loved it and she said to me oh this is so great but i have to tell you i was really i i almost didn't come and I said, well, why? Why didn't you almost not come? Well, I saw CrossFit and I thought, well, people are going to laugh at me there and think I'm, and they're going to think I'm weak. They're, you guys are going to think I'm weak. And now that I'm here, I see that's not what this is. And again, this was a birthfit class. Yeah. It wasn't even CrossFit. But um, that idea of what CrossFit is yes. is problematic. Yeah. And so a lot of what, as much as I love CrossFit and it's what I fell in love with at the first place, there is a lot of combating that stereotype. As far as what CrossFit has done this year with changing their, you know, getting rid of their social media and all that kind of stuff, I can't say it's helped or hurt. I I don't know except that it seems crazy and I don't think people really know you know, it's like again, I like to say it's kind of like your crazy uncle Bob. Mm-hmm. Like you're like why did crazy uncle Bob, Bob do that? <laughs> I don't know. It yeah. doesn't make any sense. Crazy Uncle Bob thinks that you know social media is the devil. Um, I don't know. Really know that it's helped or hurt us because I still have the same problems. Yeah. Which is people are st- still think CrossFit is this thing that it's not, and or at other least people that it's are, not
1: in your gym. So I think there probably are gyms where it's more about sure fire breathing and like you got to be awesome and And killing it and
2: you do rx or you do nothing (laughs) exactly
1: well i mean or or more of that vibe i mean
2: totally no i know there are gyms out there like that and that's not what we are i think what we are is true crossfit but that vibe that you're talking about Uh is not in our gym that's not part of our culture um
0: i mean not top down right i mean you have. There's plenty of people in the gym who that is the goal. It's I'm gonna train as intensely as I can. Oh, absolutely. And Like that's great for them.
1: And but, but yeah, it's not it's like it's not it, top down it's not like enforced like here, this is how everyone should yeah, be. Yeah. The, well,
0: the least fit person in the gym is just as entitled to the space as yeah. the fittest person in the gym.
2: Right. And our our mindset as coaches, I think, and what we're how we're directing our athletes and how we train ourselves is different in that you know that little RX button that we were talking about before—that magic yeah. little RX button. If somebody says, "Well, I want to do this and I want to click RX," then we're going to talk to them about why. Like, what's—is this a good idea for you today? What's your why? You know, you just want to click RX, but your—you um, know—you ha- you're running a 5K on Saturday. Is that a yeah. good idea? Yeah. Um, but if someone's
0: like, "I've never." I just got toes bar and i've never done it in a workout and this might take me 30 minutes but i want to do it yeah then i'm like that's cool yeah Yeah, exactly what's your
2: intention my intention is i've never done this before i'm doing it for the first time totally agree so um yeah changes at hq they seem a little crazy they seem disconnected from what we're doing i would say what's your take on that
0: i think you're gonna see less affiliates i think they've had steady growth in the total number of affiliates i think that it might turn.
1: Well, I've heard a lot of people say or someone say that they're focusing on overseas, like affiliate growth in China and that yeah. they're changing the focus a little bit to be international. You see that even with like the um, NFL. qualifiers. Well, <laughs> the oh, they're NFL,
0: saying like, yeah. all, oh, yeah, like all major sports, they're trying to do it. Yeah.
1: I mean, they've. you could argue they've CrossFit's kind of saturated the US and so they're looking I, at other growth markets.
2: I think we were seeing some of that already. Like I was, yeah. even b- before any of this happened, I think... The saturation of the market had reached a point to which, in my opinion, CrossFits that either weren't as well run or yeah. weren't changing with the times or owners who were just burnt out
1: right. were, yeah, cl- were closing, yes, moving on to that. the next thing. I mean, you, our area was very oversaturated for a while. I mean, I think in like a 10-mile radius, you probably had like six, seven CrossFit gyms. It was like and we crazy. still have a lot, yeah. but
2: you were seeing some close. And some of those were sad closings maybe where people wanted to stay open and some of them were happy where somebody's like hey i want to get on to the next thing yeah yeah um but i think there was a we had already kind of reached that point of saturation past
1: peak crossfit in the u.s i think so well i think
0: due to hq doing what they're doing i mean they're the hits on their website have gone down like 50%. Sure.
2: I'm I'm not interested in it anymore to be honest. I'm kind of not
0: either, yeah. yeah. I
2: I stopped following their YouTube page and again, CrossFit's what I fell in love with right. in the beginning. Um but it's just not interesting to me anymore. Like what I want to see are stories of people. right like that's what I Well, love. I guess there's people
1: yeah. filling that gap now. Podcasts like this. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. So stories the stories about strong people or or whatever some of the ones you watch online on YouTube or they're kind of stepping up now and doing just a bunch of pirate ships, <laughs> a bunch yeah. Of pirate ships. pirate dinghies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right.
2: I, th- I think there are s- people are still telling the stories, which is what I love to hear. How somebody, you know, lost a lot of weight and got their life back. Yeah. How you know someone who is addicted to something, um, you know, was able to go into recovery. Um, how you know a mom is able to balance her life better. Yeah. Those kind of things I love um
1: yeah i like those stories and i like i mean i love the stories of the community side of it mm-hmm. like it's become this place for people to hang out and work together toward a awesome the fundraisers the yeah, heroes the f- that we honor all that stuff is awesome i think and it still exists
2: you just don't see it yeah. on the hq website yeah at least I I just, don't.
0: it'd be just nice if there was some kind of leadership and it's like before at least they would serving the affiliates in some way yeah now i mean they're not serving the affiliates they're letting you use the name crossfit yeah when yeah frankly functional fitness would probably do right
1: or you Possibly. see the like strength and conditioning kind of name a lot of people are doing and- i mean
0: crossfit still has it still has the name value but i really think in another five years because of the direction hq is going it's going to be a meaningless word
2: yeah we'll we'll see um It is interesting how the changes take direction, right? Because initially they announced all the changes and we're not really sure where it's going and then more changes are announced and, you know. Maybe
1: they're still figuring it out. I mean, that's what they're tweaking it.
2: Yeah. You never know know. what Crazy Uncle Bob's going to do. There's only three
0: people left at HQ. So maybe ask one of them.
2: I mean, we'll see how the games goes this year. That's what I was going to say. See how that's run
1: and, you know.
2: Yeah. Um, Who knows? Yeah, there's probably big changes coming up.
1: Yeah. Well, this has been good to kind of get back together and really kick off season three mm-hmm. Is that what we decided. Bring
2: the gang back together. Get the gang
1: back together. So, hopefully, we'll be more consistent. We'll have some exciting new guests coming. So, stay with us. We and do
2: have some ideas up our sleeves.
1: Yeah, this has been another episode of the Thunderbolt Strength Podcast. Until next time, stay strong.